0: Carl Jung, in the Collected Works, he wrote, The unconscious has no time. There is no trouble about time in the unconscious. Part of our psyche is not in time and not in space. They're only an illusion, time and space, and so, in a certain part of our psyche, time does not exist at all. Welcome my friends to another episode from Inside Treasures. My name is Phoebus and I love to challenge myself and those around me for the purpose of growth. This podcast is about helping you to heal, to change, and to grow. This episode is all about our perception of time, and how we relate to time, and how we experience time. My struggle with time has started years and years and years ago. And part of it is just me wanting to be relaxed, taking my own time, and doing things my own way. But the truth is, when we're working with the world, we have to learn to adjust to a certain time. I like to be relaxed, I don't like to be anxious, I don't like to rush to places, I don't like to rush in general, I like to take it easy. But there are times to do things quickly, there are times to do things and be places on time. But for me, that was a struggle, it was hard, I was always late, I was the one who would say, let's meet up, people would say, let's meet up at 7.30 and I would show up at 8.30. I would leave at 7.30 and then wonder, why I was anxious, why I was stressful. Then I would have a go at myself about being late again. But in the end, I was just being late, rushing to get to places. And it wasn't like those places were five minutes away. Of course, they needed like an hour. And if there was traffic, an hour and a half. And of course, with every minute that passed, I felt lagging behind. So a lot of the times I would meet with my friends and they would say, come on, you're late again. I would feel terrible for being late. And the thing that would happen is they kind of, started to give up about being being on time and of course that got me off the hook but it also didn't make me become better with time and being there when we said we would be it was breaking my boundaries it was breaking the relationship i had with myself and my friends around me because they couldn't rely on me on being on time so then they kind of changed things they said well we know you're going to be late so we're going to tell you 7 30 but we know we're meeting at 8 30. And that was just kind of the joke. They would try and sit me down and say, look, you can sit here, you can, if you want to be somewhere at 7.30 and you need an hour, you need at least to leave at 6.30 if you're leaving. And then you just add some more time, add another 15, 20 minutes on top of that. And you know what time you need to leave. So for that, it would be like 6, 10 past 6. You know, it would give me, me enough time to go there and be there. But the truth is, I still failed at it. The time that I started getting better with time was after I had kids and they kind of started going to nursery and it was a specific time that we needed to drop them off and a specific time that we needed to pick them up. And dropping off, there would still be the times we're getting ready. It's going to be late. It's okay. But most of the times it was about making sure that I'd be there on time because it was kind of like a very important appointment. So I had that sense of importance, that sense of urgency. And especially when it comes to picking up my kids from school, it's been about absolutely I can't be late any single minute because i need to be there to pick them up because i know consequences of parents not picking up their children it feels like this is a huge track so that's made me more accountable to myself and to my children and making sure that i'm there when i need to be there the little trick that i try to use is knowing the time and also try my best to rush early so I know roughly how much time I need. I need. I know the time that I need to leave. But then I try to rush just for a few minutes for me to get ready to do my best to lean in and just get, get out of the door. That's the message I'm sending to myself. I keep telling myself, just get out, just get out, just get out, just do this, do this and get out. And that's what I have in my mind. It's not about arriving in the place, it's about getting out of the door. And I know that I get out of the door, then I have enough time. And after that, it's only a few minutes of me being anxious and stressful to get out but then I can still take my time be relaxed because I know I've accounted for it. But why is this all important to you? The thing I want to talk about today is about our perception of time, how we personally perceive time and what effect that has in our lives. Because like I said, we can be anxious just for a few minutes to get out of the door and then be relaxed. Or I can be relaxed and then be anxious for a whole hour and a half trying to get to a place. And that is our personal perception. I won't be talking about, you know, the time and how a clock ticks and that, because that is the same for everybody. That's scientific. But how we perceive time and how we perceive ourselves within time is a huge difference within ourselves and between person to person, but within ourselves as well. So how does like a baby perceive time? How do babies perceive time? And they say like, as kids develop, the perception of time is one of the last ones to come in as we learn. So developmentally, it takes time for us to actually be able to describe time and perceive it, but we're very, very present in the moment. A baby, when it's looking at his mother, might not have the kind of mental capacity and emotional stuff that we have, but it can look at its mother, be 100% present because the whole world is the face of the mother or the father. And that is just being there without thinking, what do I have to do? Or did I do the dishes or any of that stuff? That's what's lovely about babies, the very, very present and have a different perception of how they are present within time. But now you and I perceive time differently. Like I'm recording this, I'm concentrating, I'm focusing. You might be doing something else and you're listening to this. We Each one of us has a different perception of, of the time and how that is passing. If it's boring and you want me to finish and you just want to press stop, then it's just like, okay let's just get on with this. It drags on. But if you're excited about the things that I'm saying, and you really want to pay attention to every little word that I'm going to say and how good it is, and you're really liking it, then your perception of time is different because you're enjoying yourself. Our mind has this amazing ability with time. We are in the present, yet we can recall things from the past. We have the present moment and the outside world as it is. In that space, we create a memory, or we recall a memory, and then that starts to take part in the now. Our mind has the ability to compress time, to think of time as if it was only yesterday, although it was like a hard, like 10 years ago. And it can also go into the future, think about future outcomes, what will happen, what might happen, what hasn't happened. It can also create, with that compression of time, the bias of our ability to do things a lot more things than we are able to do in a specific set of time. Like when we set up our agenda for the day and we think, I'll do this at this time and that at that time. And it's only going to take five minutes here, five minutes there. But in reality, they don't. And things can take longer. But our mind has that ability to do that. And it also has the ability to expand time. When we're present, when we're in the now, then time expands. Time opens up. One thing that is a key aspect in how we perceive time is emotion. How do we feel is closely related to how we perceive time. When we're stressful, when we're anxious, when we're running around, we feel like we're running out of time. There's not enough time to do the things that we want to and achieve the things that we want. But that causes us a lot of trouble into our well-being. We have that ongoing sense that there's too much demand, there's too much going on, and very scarce amount of time. And then we try to squeeze in. But then how do we relate to that? Everything is fleeing. And most of all, our life is fleeing and we're not present because we're constantly on the next thing and on the next thing and our mind is agitated. And when our mind is agitated, our perception of time changes. Everything becomes too short, too narrow. Everything is fleeing away. We're not present and we're not present and we're anxious and agitated. Life moves out of our hands. On the contrary, when we're calm or when we're happy or perhaps when we're on a date, we might be so much there engrossed into the other person, talking about things, being there, having fun. When that is taking place, it feels like it's long. Yeah, we are there, we're present. We're having fun, we're engaged, we're curious. But then when that finishes and we look back, we're like, oh, that fell quickly. You see how the perception of time changes when we're going through it and afterwards as a memory. And how can we can expand and contract time within the same kind of events? And depending on how we're feeling, if I'm lonely or if I'm waiting on the line on the queue and there's someone there and I'm just thinking, come on, mate, I have to pick up the kids. And it's only been five seconds. I'm expanding time again because of the way that I feel, because of not willing to sit there and my mind races to be somewhere else into the future or into the past. The truth is we only have the now. There's only now. And now is very quick. And now it's very slow, and now changes, but now is ever-present. Now is what it is, and now is now, and now is now. I know it's but play with words, but in reality, when we experience that from a moment to moment, we know that the moment before, when we have time ticking, we know it's a different time, and it belongs to the past. But that is not something to burden us, that's something to enlighten us, to know that there's always a chance, that there's always a way, there's always a perception with the time that we can have. Because there is more time. There's always more time, there's always another now. But our thoughts and emotions get in the way. By practicing meditation, we see that we can be focusing on something, we can be concentrating, we can be meditating. And the minute our thoughts arise, the minute pictures arise, the minute sounds arise within our own mind, And we start to get engaged. We fall into that part. And we start to get lost. You're present on something. Something else comes that drifts us. And that comes with observation and presence. Being present and realizing that when we start to think, it's not that it's bad to think, but when we start to think and overthink, if we're not doing it intentionally, if I'm with my kids and I'm thinking about the work that I need to do, I'm being taken away from the present moment. I don't allow myself to enjoy that. But I have demands. I have things that I need to do. Yes, we all do. But how can I push that, all that aside and say, I can deal with you later? Because right now, I want to be present. Right now, I want to be here. I want to observe. I want to participate in this thing called life that's taking place in this space, in this time, right here, right now. The past is driven by memory. It's about recollecting the memory. It's about re- enumerating things. We can learn from the past. There's a lot to learn. But if we're just renumerating and thinking, oh, why this didn't work in the past and I need to make it work and I'm worried about this and that happened. It's just like we're getting lost. And again, in that thing of getting lost, we lose the present moment because the present moment might not have the gifts that the past had or it might be better in other ways. But by going back, we're not doing anything apart from losing the now. And the future is similar. It's about Perceived circumstances that might happen in a specific way that we fantasize about them that haven't happened. We don't even know, we're guessing, whether we're optimistic or pessimistic. It doesn't really matter because we're thinking, oh, this will happen, oh, we'll go that way, and that will happen. But we don't know how it's going to play out. We're assuming, we're expecting, whether we want things or don't want things, avoiding things or trying to go towards things, it doesn't matter because it's the same thing. We're perceiving a situation that hasn't yet happened, We're not in it, and again, we're losing the present moment. And it's about finding the gifts in the present moment. And all these things are based on our personality, on our beliefs, on our expectations, the way we think about things. It's bringing up our mind back into the present from the past and the future. That might be constant work at times. And at times you can let go and just go back and forwards and it's okay, and we drift. And it's part of the learning process. Our perception of life has to do with our relationship with time, and it starts with the moment-to-moment, it expands to -to hour-to-hour, and then becomes day-to-day. But how we experience our moments is how we experience our life in total, because our life is an accumulation of different moments, and the more present we are, the more there we are, the more we can taste it, the sweetness and the sourness. But it gives us a sensation of a full life. And it has to do with us being present with what is going on. Instead of fleeing, avoiding, fighting, resisting. We're there, present with whatever comes our way. As my friend Jim Ron said, time is more viable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. Stop selling the now in favor of yesterday and tomorrow. Be here now and be present. I'm here to help you heal, change and grow. If there's something that resonated with you, something that you need help with, give me a shout at podcast at insidetreasures.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode from Inside Treasures. My name is Phoebus and until next time, my friends, let peace guide your life, let love guide your heart and reason guide your thoughts.